Welcome to South Sudan in Focus on the Voice of America. I'm John Tanz in Washington, working on this program very remote. Here are some of the top stories making news across Sudan and South Sudan this Wednesday, March 9, 2022. Lecturers at the University of Juba go on strike over unpaid, delayed salaries. To have six months of unpaid salaries is just too much and not acceptable. And the Ethiopian army detained South Sudanese farm workers in Eastern Sudan. I spoke to UNHCR and was told that those who detained the inmates are Ethiopian militia who were fighting among themselves. We'll have these stories and more coming up on South Sudan in Focus. Lecturers at the University of Juba went on strike Tuesday to protest the non-payment of their salary arrears for the past six months. The university administration is threatening to shut down the institution. The vice-chancellor of the University of Juba says families of staff at the institution have been surviving on loans. Manyang David Mayar reports for VOA from Juba. Lecturers and staff at the University of Juba held a peaceful demonstration at the main campus on Tuesday after not receiving their salaries for the past six months. Some lecturers held placards reading, pay our salaries, we are hungry. Speaking to South Sudan in focus this morning, University of Juba's Vice-Chancellor Jonah Akech said the lecturers have waited far too long and they can't wait any longer. To have six months of unpaid salaries is just too much and not acceptable. So we are giving them the time to a week to clear that and the deal board is proposing that to the administration, you know, to actually suspend teaching and ex- any exams uh, after the 14th of March if, um, if these you know, rights are not given. Akech, who shared photos of the protest on his Facebook account and Twitter handle, says delays in paying employees' salaries has become what he calls a culture of South Sudanese government, which has struggled to pay civil servant salaries on time for several years. Akech says families of the teaching staff have been surviving on loans, which he says cannot continue. People are always in debt, you know, borrowing from traders, you know, food and needs of the country. Basically, what you have is that how do you live, you know, if you have six months that has not been paid. And wage is something that you actually need to earn at the end of the month. So this salary is unpredictable. Sometimes you are lucky to give in two months and then you are left for another two, three months. That's the game. Akech says the decision to close the institution was reached during a dean's board meeting on Tuesday. He says the dean's resolve to suspend lectures and examinations unless the finance ministry pays lecturers' salaries. Some university lecturers say they have persevered with their families for a month, but they are now ready to go on strike if the government does not recognize their service. Manyok Chol David is a lecturer at the College of Computer Science and IT at the University of Juba. There is no money for transport, there is no money for food, there is no money for our children, our children are chased out from school, yet we are continuing to teach the students. If the Ministry of Finance will not pay the six-month areas, the university will be forced to close down because there is no money to run the university. 
Mark Bulbul, another lecturer at the College of Education at the University of Juba, says he too feels the pain of not being paid in month. We have families to care for. So we have not been paid for, for the last six months. So our children, for example myself, my, my children have been chased away from the school. How can I teach while my children are chased away from the school? How can I feed them? How can I take them to the hospital? You know, all these are affecting us too much. And we always come to the university, teach, and we have nothing to even to eat. South Sudan's Minister of Higher Education, Chang Sun Chang, says salary delays are not something new in South Sudan. Is it something new? It is not uh, Juba University. It is the whole country. We are fallen behind by six, five months salary arrears. So it is not a new thing. You are not new to, to what is happening in South Sudan. You know everything. That the Minister of Finance did not pay, but that is an obvious fact. Changson says it is wrong to shut down the university, even though lecturer salaries have not been paid in six months. He says that is not his area of his responsibility. University of Juba lecturers are also demanding the salary structure be reviewed given the country's inflation rate. In July 2019, the South Sudan government approved a new unified salary structure for all public university administrators and teaching staff. Under the current salary structure, a university professor is paid 550,000 South Sudanese pounds per month, the equivalent of about $1,200. A lecturer earns 341,000 South Sudanese pounds, the equivalent of $800. For VOA News, Amanyang David Mayar in Juba. Authorities in Unity State are condemning an attack on a cattle camp over the weekend. The security advisor for Unity State says a group of armed Sudanese pastoralists allegedly attacked Panyangai cattle camp in Rupkona County, killing seven others and injuring 11 others over the weekend. Dengai Deng reports for VOA from Bor. The security advisor in Unity State, Stephen Salam, says a group of suspected headers from the Omran community from Sudan attacked the Payangai cattle camp in Rupkona County on Sunday. Salam says the clutches left at least seven people killed and ten others injured among the South Sudanese headers. The Arab uh, youth came and attacked uh, Lake in Payangai, and then the youth who are in the Cattle. When they followed them in our site uh, of Roof Corner, uh, Unity State, uh, they killed uh, seven people. Ten was injured, uh, and one uh, bite by a snake. Salam says at least seven people were killed among the Sudanese pastoralists who launched the attack. He condemned the attack on South Sudanese cattle keepers by armed men suspected of coming from Sudan, saying such acts could jeopardize bilateral relations between the two countries. Because they come with the border, they put uh, uh, the light machine gun on the border, uh, even uh, there are pages. When they, they will use uh, the feed them, and then they run uh, by the border. Well, Our youth ca- captured one, only one uh, one uh, rocket shell, Dana, uh, one rocket uh, of RPG. Uh, they captured from them, and then they they take the the, the RPG and they never captured. And we told our youth 
no one uh, go to the side of uh, Sudan and side the the, the Misiria. Uh, we told them no, don't don't move ahead. Uh, the government will talk about that. The Sudanese ambassador to South Sudan, Jamal Malik, says he was not informed about the attack in Unity State. Malik says he will need to look into the incident before making a public statement. Armed cattle raiders from Sudan have been accused of carrying out deadly attacks in recent months. This week, authorities in the ABA Special Administrative Area said seven people were killed and many others injured after suspected armed Masiria nomads from the neighboring Sudan invaded Madingthon village on Saturday and Sunday. In a joint statement issued by the U.S. Embassy Juba and the U.S. Embassy in Khartoum today, the United States said it notes with great concern the recent escalation of violence in Abia and Agok. The embassies offered condolences to those killed and said the United States supports expanded patrols in Abia by United Nations Interim Security Force for Abia or UNISPA. The embassies noted in their statement that UNISFA's mandate authorizes peacekeepers to use all necessary means, which includes the use of force when required, in order to protect civilians under threats of physical violence. We call on all sides to cease reprisals and return to dialogue, said the U.S. embassies. The U.S. government also called on the governments of Sudan and South Sudan to lend their political support to UNISPA to de-escalate such attacks. For VOA News, I am Dengaiding in Bor. Still on violence, lawmakers from Eastern Equatorial State are calling for urgent intervention from the state and national governments to address ongoing conflict between pastoralists and farmers in Eastern Equatorial State. The lawmakers called a press conference in Juba on Tuesday to express their views about the situation in Eastern Equatoria. Julius Molinga is the chairperson of the Parliamentary Caucus for Eastern Equatorial State. He says the security situation in the area remains tense after 12,000 families were displaced and 20 people killed during revenge attacks. Waka Simon Wood reports for VOA from Juba. At a news conference in Juba today, Eastern Equatorial State lawmakers sought journalists, graphic photos of human corpses and displaced women and children sheltering under trees. The lawmakers also displaced photos of hearts burnt to the ground in recent days. The MPs accused the empty pastoralist from Bor in Jungle State of committing the violent acts in the two areas and wanted the situation may spiral out of control if state and national governments do not intervene. Julius Moilinga is chairperson of the Parliamentary Caucus from Eastern Equatorial State in the National Legislature. We call upon, one, the governor and the government of Eastern Equatorial State to ensure the safety of all citizens of Eastern Equatorial State and others who are resident in the state. Two, the government of Eastern Equatorial State to track down the perpetrators of these heinous crimes and bring them to book. Three, the Artigonu to support the government of Eastern Equatorial State in the implementation of the presidential orders number 17 stroke 2015 dated 8th april 2015 and number 25 stroke 2017 dated 28th october 2017 
Moilinga says the situation in Torit and Magui counties remains tense with many residents mourning and in pain. He says empty pastoralists are still determined to secure areas of the state with pastures to graze their cattle. The lawmakers say at least 20 civilians in the villages of Agoro, Kudo, Pageri, Mogali and Abara of Magui and Torit counties and in Nimle have been killed. Moilinga says some 12,000 people have been displaced and are in dire need of humanitarian assistance. We don't want uh, clashes amongst, uh, you know, our, our, our own ethnic, uh, you know, divisions in the country. No. But then every time problem, 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 uh, I think that is not the best way forward. Even they themselves who cause problems, they must understand that there comes a time people will be fed up. Eastern Equatorial State MP Okelo Odongto, who also spoke at today's press conference, says about 300 local houses or huts were burnt down and a number of properties were destroyed. Odongto says while local authorities are trying to assist the affected locals with some aid, food, shelter and other emergency needs, supplies are needed. He says a huge influx of cattle into the area continues, posing more threats to peace and stability. These cattle are brought by budgets through the river. They are being offloaded around Intra Africa in Konyo Konyo. And then they are reloaded, they are loaded into the trucks. And then they, will, they, will, they are transported from, from Juba to our areas. That is where they are currently. It, it has been going on for several weeks now. Moilinga says lawmakers from the affected areas are calling for return of the empty pastoralists to their place of origin at once. The cattle herders should immediately leave all territories of Eastern Equatorial State, return to their states of origin. And finally, the governor of Jongole State and senior politicians who hail from Jongole State to take responsibility of ensuring that the communities of Jongole do not infringe on the rights of the citizens of South Sudan and urge for immediate relocation of the cattle to their state of origin. David Didau, a lawmaker representing Jongole State in the national legislature, condemned the violence which left many people dead in eastern Equatoria, including empty pastoralists. Didau is calling on the presidency to address the issue and for eastern Equatorial State authorities to exercise patience in handling the matter. He also says pastoralists from Jongole State should not be taking their cattle to Equatoria for grazing. We believe that there is no need for the people of Jongle State to continue grazing in the land of uh, Equatoria since most of the Equatoria, especially most of the Equatoria land is an agricultural land. So we deserve, we deserve to protect this kind of crop uh, from being uh, destroyed by the, uh, by the cattle people, uh, by the cattle. The Eastern Equatorial State lawmakers say the influx of the empty pastoralists from Jongle who travel by river barges, trucks, and sometimes walk on foot has continued in the last four years. The lawmakers say despite several appeals that were made in the past to the president and the governor of Eastern Equatorial State to address concerns raised in attempts to avoid conflicts, no practical efforts were made. For VOA News, I'm Waki Simon Wudu in Juba. 
You are listening to South Sudan in Focus from the Voice of America. Coming up, the UN Human Rights Commission calls on Ethiopia to end violence in the country. That story is lined up after the break. What do you think? People speak out on important questions. The question today. What is the best advice you have ever gotten? I got an advice from my mom. She encouraged me to work hard. That she told me and a very successful woman is a very hardworking woman. The great one I can remember is the one my father gave to me to study hard. Actually, he was on his, I can say, maybe a deathbed. He was so ill. He had a stroke and he was so helpless. He couldn't do anything for me. That was the last day I even saw him. It was like, my son, study hard. Is from my father. Um, he, he has always told me that um, I shouldn't be afraid to learn new things and to take up new challenges because he said that you're only afraid to take up new challenges when you haven't tried it. What do you think? A daily discussion of important questions from VOA. You're listening to South Sudan in Focus on The Voice of America. A South Sudanese activist based in Sudan says more than 60 South Sudanese inmates sent to work at a farm near the border with Ethiopia were detained by Ethiopian army early this week. Achol Malong says the South Sudanese inmates were picked by the Ethiopian army on Monday. Ethiopia's public diplomacy affairs officer at the Ethiopian embassy in Juba says he has not received official communication about the incident. Viola Elias has more for VOA from Juba. Katumbe's activist Achol Malong says more hundred inmates were taken by Sudanese authorities to have a simsim on a farm near the Sudan-Ethiopian border earlier this week. Malong says the inmate fell into an ambush laid by Ethiopian militia and detained in Ethiopia. She says the militia group released 19 of the captured South Sudanese, including three women and 16 men, but that 86 inmates remain in detention in Ethiopia. Malong says she is working with the UN Refugee Agency, UNHCR, to ensure that the remaining South Sudanese inmates are released. I spoke to UNHCR and was told that those who detained the inmates are Ethiopian militia who were fighting among themselves. The militia said they would not release those inmates to either the Ethiopian government or Sudanese authorities, but the agency told them that those are refugees and are not involved in the fights. Those are prisoners taken to go and work on farms, and all the soldiers who escorted them escaped and left the inmates behind. Malong says she believes the Ethiopian armed group mistook the South Sudanese prisoners for Sudanese forces intending to invade Ethiopian territory. The head of mission at Sudanese embassy in Juba, Jamal Malik, says the Sudan government has not received any information regarding the detention of South Sudanese along Ethiopia-Sudan border. From my end here, I did not hear anything about this, but I have to I have to double check on this. I have to to get as much as, as information uh, from the capital there, from the civil bodies in Khartoum, to find out because this is something very serious if it happens, you know. Uh, it is not something that um, I think my government would accept it to see that because since they are refugees or they have problems and they have been taken to prisons for criminal issues or incidents, between them that's supposed to be under the responsibility of the government. It's not, not allowed that some people go inside 
the public diplomacy affairs office at the ethiopian embassy in juba says he read about the report of detained south sudanese inmates attributed to the khartoum based activist in one of juba's daily newspaper but tashahali say he has yet to receive any official communication from either ethiopia sudan or south sudan regarding the incident it is a, i mean it is activists who claim that the newspaper Apart of that, uh, uh, I have no any information either from Sudanese side or from the South Sudanese government or uh, from the Ethiopian government. There is no such information. Uh, I saw the information at the newspaper. Uh, we haven't received any uh, claim from uh, government of uh, from. We haven't received any uh, claim from three of the governments and. Uh, in the coming uh, few days i will try to find the fact at the ground in december last year 500 south sudanese were also arrested when they tried to illegally migrate to europe via the sudan libya border according to media reports there are hundreds of south sudanese detained in different prisons in sudan for voa news i am viola elias in juba authorities in jongle state say Many people died and others were injured during a cattle raid in Duke County on Monday. The acting governor of Jungle State says the cattle raiders, suspected to be from the Greater Pibor administrative area, attacked a cattle camp at Duke Padiet Payam. Dengai Deng reports for VOA from Bor. The Jungle State acting governor Tuang Majuk says 14 people were killed and several others were injured when armed cattle raiders attacked Pangonkwe cattle camp of Duke County's Duke Padiet Payam yesterday. On the 7th of March 2022, the terrorists used from GPAS raided several heads of cattle that involved the use of Duke County into a fierce fighting with raiders from GPA terrorist use. Therefore, the Duke County Youth Jongle States have lost 14 of their members in the, in the battleground and, and 13 others wounded. The youth managed to return back the cattle to Duke last night. Majuk says an unknown number of attackers were also killed in their fighting. He says Jongle state authorities are frustrated by attacks and ambushes carried out across the state by suspected armed men from Greater Pibor. The acting Jongle state governor says since Greater Pibor authorities did very little to control their armed youth from attacking neighbors, President Salvakir should dissolve the Greater Pibor administrative area and return it to Jongle state. Most of the villages are now empty. And what makes the villages empty is is fear from imminent attacks because it's better that somebody come and attack you with reason because with no reason we call them their terrorists and they should be treated as terrorists. We are calling for the president if people of greater Pibor fail to administer their people, let them come back to Jongle State so that we treat them as one people in one state. Locally, Amea, the chief administrator of the Greater Pibor administrative area, says he was not informed about the recent attack in Duke County. Amea says he is in Juba to convene meetings with Greater Pibor area leaders to talk about how to stop young men in the area from attacking their neighbors. Recently, I called some politicians in Greater Pibor. I called all you. Uh, or the conference that telling them that we have to live peacefully with the neighbors, especially Greater Jongole. 
and side of Ethiopia, we have to live in peacefully with our neighbors. And again, I was address them about fighting themselves to uh, age, age group uh, between Lango, Kuren, and, and they, fight, they fight themselves for age, age group. Amaya disputes Governor Majuk's allegation that his administration did very little to rein in armed young men and that the Greater Pibora administrative area should be dissolved. They are managing our people. If they're doing that thing, the people doing thing in the cattle camp with the cattle keepers. But them in jungle, the people killing people in the town. Where is the government? Where is the NGO? But it never happened in the Greater Pibora something like that. At the same time, boy was killing seven people in the town. There was people from Greater Jungle in the Greater Bishbos. We control them. Nobody can kill them. We have to be serious as like government to talk to control, to talk to our civilians, to not kill themselves. But with the negative thing we say, this is a fail, this fail, it don't take us nowhere. Amaya says the problem is that young men have more weapons than the authorities. He is calling on the national government to intervene and disarm civilians. President Salva Kiir's first secretary, Ateng Wekateng, says he cannot react to calls about dissolving the Greater Pivot administrative area until it is presented as an official document to the office of the president. If they told you we want to write to the president in order for the president to dissolve, okay? The Bibor administrative say is area area. They have not yet written to the president. And if they have not yet written to the president, there's nothing I should comment about. Officials from the Greater Pibor administrative area have repeatedly said that the limited communication network in the region makes it difficult for authorities to call back armed young men who want to attack their neighbors. Last month, at least 32 people, including women and children, were killed after a group of armed young men suspected of being from Greater Pibor attacked by Ditpayam of Bor County. The killings were described by some Pibor officials as a revenge attack after seven cattle traders from Pibor were killed in Bor Town in November last year. For VOA News, I am Ding Guiding in Bor. This is a message in the public interest from VOA Africa. Hello, I'm VOA health correspondent Linor Modou. The World Health Organization and Africa Centers for Disease Control say we all can help fight the global pandemic by frequently washing our hands or using hand sanitizers. For more information on protecting yourself and others, check with reliable sources such as the WHO and Africa CDC. And remember to listen to VOA for the latest on COVID-19. That was a message in the public interest from VOA Africa. That's all we prepared for you this Wednesday. We now take you to Eastern Equatorial State for some actually traditional song.
Listening to some actually traditional song entitled La Bena. I'm John Tanza in Washington. Thanks for taking time to be with us this evening. Remember to always wash your hands with soap, practice social distancing, and wear a mask when you're in public places to protect you and others from getting COVID 19. Do not escape from COVID 19 quarantine centers because there's no cure for coronavirus. Join us again tomorrow for another edition of South Sudan in Focus from the Voice of America. <laughs>